Welcome to Next of Kin, the parents podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in. Welcome back. This week is a solo episode. I want to do a bit of a catch up, I suppose. October has obviously been a pretty huge month for me with Bonnie's birthday and also the brand launch. So I know a lot of you are really interested just to hear how it's all gone so far. And I'll chat about that and also this transition into toddlerhood. This is mad. Like, I can't believe I no longer have a baby. It's as if she turned one and she's suddenly walking, talking toddlerhood. Definitely. There's no, she's not a baby anymore. (laughs) But first, before we get into all of that, let's just have a good old laugh at my ridiculous day so far. So I did my very first right market on Sunday and it was pretty exhausting. It was still far too hot and honestly, it was really quiet. So yeah, absolutely exhausting. As soon as I lay down that night in bed, I just felt ill. And I don't know if it's from the heat. I drank like five liters of water whilst I was there. I kept myself in the shade. I don't think I got a heat stroke, but I guess you're outside in like dusty he's maybe that's what makes me feel ill but anyway not interesting (laughs) now it's Tuesday and I feel even worse to be honest compounded by the fact that I have had zero sleep last night but I had a female fusion event this morning and oh honestly if I hadn't bought a ticket and got a stool I probably wouldn't have gone because I felt so rubbish but I was there all packed up packed the car 7am driving down Sheikh Zayed Road when the dashboard flashes up and obviously if you're like me you just ignore that because I don't know what it means anyway and all feminism leaves my body when it's something to do with a car like I just I don't know and I wasn't that far away so I thought I'd probably make it but it had it showed like the tires and was saying that I needed to fill up the back tire And it was showing, is it the pressure? I have no idea what, (laughs) this is what I mean, okay? I have absolutely no idea what it's called, but I can see the pressure dropping by one point, like every few seconds. And I managed to basically get off Sheikh Zayed Road and get onto like the slip road, I guess, but just on the edge of Sheikh Zayed Road. And it's at like 0.1. So I managed to stop the car, get out and look, and I've got a completely flat tire and a boot full of stock and like stool setup for next of kin and I'm thinking oh my god (laughs) so then obviously I just google what do you do when you have a flat tire like I was there prepared ready to change a tire I was like looking at the car like so where do they keep the other tires like I don't know (laughs) so I googled that as well doesn't have a doesn't have a spare tire I called Rich and then some like random guy with a tow truck appears out of nowhere. Like I didn't call him, but obviously was it a blessing? I don't know. I'll tell you the story, then you can decide. <laughs> but he's like, okay, great, come on, let's uh let's get this up on the tow truck and I'll get you to the tire shop. So I drive the car onto the back of the tow truck, which is terrifying. And then I'm like up in the air and he's like, okay, get out now. So I should say at this point, I'm wearing a mini dress and heels, 
like not in a night out way, in a very nice linen shirt dress and heels way, like a professional look, but it's still a mini dress, like it's short. And he wants me to scale the side of the truck. Like, why is there no steps? You want me, like, how? How? So basically, I flashed my knickers at Shakesad Road. This man was not making any attempt to not look at my skirt, so that was great. I got home and Rich was like, you're probably going to be on Love in Dubai later. Like, look at this girl flashing her knickers at everyone on the side of Shakes I Had Road. But yeah. Anyway, that's not it. He's He then says he's going to take me to the tyre shop. And I mean, I ring the tyre shop that he keeps proposing and keeps telling me that they all cost the same and not to worry. And they wanted to charge me triple and do you know why I knew it was triple because we went to a tire shop yesterday to get a new tire on a different tire <laughs> so I knew it was triple and oh why why do people have to do this just because I'm a girl and I have no idea what I'm talking about he's then like right we'll take you to the tire shop and I'm like no no I need to get to this event I haven't come this far I haven't dragged myself out of bed to get this far you're taking me to this hotel so that I can set up for the event and so I rock up with my car on a tow truck and then I'm not gonna lie I sent him off to a different tire shop to meet Rich to do the rest because yeah I was done I was done in by that point but you know when you go I'm literally going into a networking event and everyone's like serene and so what do you do and like there's me just trying not to cry (laughs) trying not to cry (laughs) but yeah I'm not I'm not telling you this all for negativity and putting my negative morning out there for you I'm telling you this all so you can have a good old laugh at me flashing my knickers to everyone on Shakespeare Road so let's talk toddlerhood honestly I cannot believe the leaps in development so Bonnie started well she had her first steps before her first birthday but I would say it took about three weeks of Uh, just taking a few steps every day till she suddenly decided to wake up one day and that was it she was a walker she doesn't crawl she walks now (laughs) she's just a walker so that's it is it's insane isn't it these leaps in development because you can literally see her brain just constantly learning and she's so keen to be able to communicate by herself actually do you remember a few episodes back when I was talking to Steph from Tots Play And we actually were discussing baby sign language, weren't we? And the question that came up there was, if they're doing the baby sign language, is that going to hinder them talking? Because they don't need to, because they do the sign language. And I can now say from my experience, absolutely not. It's like the floodgates opened as soon as she realized that she could communicate via sign language. Then she wanted to communicate. Yeah, it's like she's realizing it opens up her world that she can communicate what she wants. So... It went on to hi and bye, I guess, because they come with the gestures of the waving as well. Blowing kisses to everyone. I'll throw in another funny story at this point. (laughs) But Bonnie basically thinks she's a celebrity. Everyone around our building knows Bonnie. And so when we're walking through the lobby, she's just waving to everyone, blowing kisses. But I realize now this extends to like going across the road. And as we're walking down the road towards... (laughs) towards the apartment block she's blowing kisses and saying hi and bye to all the strangers in the street so you've got to love the confidence haven't you bless her so funny but now with toddlerhood as I flop onto the sofa 
of an evening, we tend to have a little Bonnie toddling past and she's always holding something she shouldn't have and you have no idea how she's got that in the split second you haven't been watching her like a hawk. Like, why are you walking back past with the charger or the remote control? Or <laughs> She's always got to be holding something and it's never a toy. She has all these toys. It's never a toy. It's always stuff she shouldn't have. <laughs> Do you remember a few episodes back a few months ago when I was talking about that eight to 10 month age range and I named that chaos because it is just chaos. And then I would say 11 months on, she is in her stuntman era. So we've even had to get rid of a particular baby walker because she only wanted to climb it. She didn't want to use it for walking. And it was it was getting pretty dangerous, to be honest. But that's her whole day is looking for things to climb, things to do stunts. It's, yeah, it's exhausting. But I guess that is toddlerhood, right? That's toddlerhood for me. This is what I've got for the next few years. And, well, I guess the tantrums will start at some point as well. And knowing Bonnie, they are going to be epic. Now, talking of toddlerhood... You know already that we have a nanny who comes Monday to Friday sort of work hours. She's full time, but she's live out. And I've spoken about this all before, but that's the time when I work. But she's also here in the building. And so I still breastfeed her and I get to see her lots throughout the day. The nanny maybe will do some cleaning and I can be with Bonnie. Um, and it's it's worked well for us so far. It was never really our plan, actually, to get a nanny. We always wanted to go to nursery. But the other day I got a stay and play invite to a new nursery that's open near us. And actually back when we first looked at nurseries when she was tiny and I was going back to work, it didn't feel right. But I don't know if any nursery would have felt right at that point. But we went to see this new nursery and it was epic. It was amazing. And now I've got this swirling around my mind that maybe we need to send her to this nursery because it did feel right. Bonnie's always been a baby that everyone would always say, oh, she's so alert. Like since she was born, that's always the comment I get about Bonnie is that she's so alert. And I do wonder if now that she's a toddler, whether she's getting enough stimulation day to day, you know, being stuck at home with me or with her nanny and whether she would just really thrive. To be honest, I I did want her to go to a nursery at some point, but I was thinking around the age two. Um, especially now we've got we're paying for <laughs> for a nanny full time, <laughs> but I am wondering now if two days, two mornings a week would just give her. I think she'd love it. I think she'd love it. I think she'd completely thrive. So yeah, I've got those options swelling around my head and trying to think of the pros and cons. And the big thing will be her leaving me and being on her own. She is independent, but she's still a a koala baby. She's still very, very stuck to me. You know, she doesn't even really want to go off with her nanny, but I've got to get work done. I need to not have her stuck to me because she will be attached (laughs) if she sticks to me, if if she's with me all day. So, yeah, pros and cons. I'd love to hear. Well, to be honest, everyone I've spoken to has said that there's just so many pros to them going to nursery and that they were the same, didn't want to send them, and then found a fantastic nursery and loved seeing how they developed from then on. So, yeah, I'd love to hear everyone's experience with that. I guess on that note, it brings us on to Ripe Market, because since Bonnie has been a year old, I have felt a bit more comfortable to start leaving her for longer periods of time. 
you will know that she's breastfed and she feeds a lot. She's very, very healthy weight. Very, very. (laughs) But now I realize that she can definitely go longer without a feed. So I'm trying to extend the time I go out. The reason being is that I need to be able to go out and work and do markets like Right Market. That's why I've decided to do the Right Market on a Sunday because it's 9am till 7pm. The one on a Saturday is till 9pm and you have to stay the whole time and set up and pack up and everything. So it's a long day and I can't really expect her to be there with me the whole time. And honestly, the time that she was there, she was just trying to wreck the stool. So (laughs) I needed her gone. So it was an adjustment. What we did on Sunday for the first market then, Bonnie and Rich came to help me set up. And then they went home, had nap time and everything. They came back around lunchtime so she could have a feed. And then it was just far too hot. So I basically had to send them home. And then they came back to help pack up. He did a really good job, bearing in mind that Bonnie doesn't want to nap for him. She hadn't napped for him for like six weeks. So he did finally manage to make her nap, but only once in the day. So by the end of that day, she was absolutely shattered, the poor thing. And that kind of brings me on to an update for Next of Kin and the brand and the launch and how that's gone. So it is very strange. It's a weird feeling because it's all building up to this point when I just press a button on a laptop, you know, there's no fireworks. I've just set it live and then I can send the email, I can post on social media. And I was very lucky actually because one of the lovely mums to to a little model that we had at the photo shoot, she pretty much bought straight away, which was really nice. And it definitely put my nerves at ease because you show the product to everyone and you feel quite vulnerable that people aren't going to like it. But then you realise they're not going to tell you if they don't like it. So (laughs) the fact that she had said at the time, oh my goodness, I love this. I'm going to, I gave her one free pair of dungarees and she was like, I want to buy the other print as well when they come out. And she actually did straight away. That definitely put my, put my worries at ease. However, we only, I want to say this because we only really see on like social media, the runaway success or like everything has been sold out because that's what we see from like influencers or like you know I'm not Kylie Jenner here putting a new lip kit out into the world (laughs) that's gonna sell well I don't even know how many they buy but it always sells out in seconds right I'm putting this all out here I bought a large amount of stock relatively because I don't want everything to sell out I want people to be able to shop but yeah sales sort of trickled in you know as as they would because I'm not Kylie Jenner (laughs) But it did mean that pretty much as soon as I pressed go, I guess my body, all that adrenaline from that I've been living off for the far past, I don't know how long, trying to get this done on time, my body just like crashed. I was so tired for the next few days. And even though I pressed go, that's not the end. That's just the start. It just emphasized that I now need to learn marketing. I need to learn how to sell. I need to you know, get the ball rolling. Why would people come and just buy from my website (laughs) that they probably don't even know about? You know, I don't have thousands and thousands of Instagram followers. I haven't been able to do some huge, like, lavish, lavish, expensive launch. So yeah, there's me realizing that now the hard graft needs to set in, but my body just going power down, (laughs) power down. So I guess that's all part of working for yourself. And I have said on a bit of a review of how I'm finding working for myself that that's something that 
you do have to take into account. Sorry if you can hear some weird background noise at the moment. I'm not sure what that is. But that's something you have to keep keep in, in mind because you need the rest time and the output and the work that you're going to do if you don't get this rest time is going to be subpar anyway. So now I need to go back to scheduling my day in a way that works for me, works for my business and my family. And I guess this is where mum guilt comes in. Every mum has mum guilt, don't they? Whether they're a stay-at-home mum or not. For me, it's like I have mum guilt because I want to spend the most amount of time with Bonnie. I want to be able to afford to send her to this new nursery. And I have guilt because there's so much that I could be doing for my business The other thing is that I've launched at a very weird time globally. Like I didn't really want to touch on war in this podcast, but obviously we're seeing a lot, aren't we? So I didn't feel completely comfortable fully promoting Next of Kin on social media, really, because I felt like there was better things people needed to be looking at. And there's also better things for people to be spending their money on at the moment, like charity. So it was a really strange time to be launching but at the same time I'm a small brand I need to launch I need to make money and it doesn't really help people in Palestine if people that care aren't making money you know so it's it's a really it's been a really strange couple of weeks there's been a lot of ups and downs and that's what someone asked me what the what the ups and downs have been there's definitely a sense of pride at seeing the website but then I'm a perfectionist so I just see the flaws and like what I want to look better and do better but you have to at some point draw a line and say right we can't be spending any more money because you've got to spend money to make money but you also have to be realistic about what's profitable so I need to start making more sales and then deciding right okay we can now make tweaks and upgrade and reinvest in different aspects it's been such a learning so far but I'm not sure I'm at a stage yet where I can tell you exactly what those learnings are other than you don't just go live and then that's that that's really where the hard work starts so I'm yeah plugging away at the moment on that but also trying to not burn myself out and be realistic about what I can actually do now probably the most positive part of next of kin in general not just the brand but also having the podcast is the people I've met and I definitely felt that yesterday whilst I was at this female fusion networking event and you feel so much more pumped up speaking to other brands who have all been through this exact same phase I guess a lot of people have said this is the difficult bit this is where you have to carry on being consistent and pushing through and not just give up I guess (laughs) so it was super inspirational to meet everyone and it's what I loved about Right Market is getting to talk about my brand and put it out there and hear such wonderful feedback as well but also get to know my customer a bit better. But I have met some wonderful women with some wonderful businesses and great stories as well to go alongside it. I mean, I'll invite some on the podcast because I think you're all going to be really interested. But the backstories to some of these brands, but also the really cool products that they have. Actually, something I loved about speaking to the women yesterday is all the ones with babies that (laughs) when I say something like, this has a double zip and they're like, 
yes, why do onesies even get made without double zips? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, I absolutely have loved that bit of like showing the product and the way that everyone sort of nods along like, yes, yes, we need this. Zips, amazing. <laughs> Poppers, great. <laughs> so that's definitely been a, a, a really big highlight for me. And whenever a sale comes in, that's like amazing. I just love it. I've turned on the sound on my Shopify app now so that I can hear like a cha-ching and that's amazing I absolutely love it and I feel like at the start when I first put it out there I was so nervous obviously you want people to like it and you don't want to feel like you're just delusional so every like cha-ching that I get through is like I'm just so grateful for it I absolutely feel so lucky Anyway, the point that I was going to make is that we've got so many cool, small local brands. And I personally now, obviously, I'm just going to be shopping local as much as I can. I feel a bit guilty that before, if I needed anything, I'd just go to Amazon instead of considering all the cool local brands that we've got around. And how can I expect people to shop from me if I'm not shopping local, you know? Actually, that sounds like I'm anti-Amazon, doesn't it? And I'm not at all. I'm actually trying to get all of my stock onto Amazon at the moment. So actually, I feel a bit more guilty that I was always just shopping high street and not going to the local brands. And you can get such amazing pieces at good quality, good prices from small brands. So what I'm going to do for my next solo episode at some point in November is to put together a bit of a gift guide, especially coming up to this festive season. I want to share with you just a few of these brands that I've come across that I'd love for you to know and also hopefully open people's eyes to different brands and then you might get suggestions on Instagram for other brands. So I hope that sounds interesting to you. I'm going to start putting that together and also there'll be brands that I'm going to be shopping myself. Okay, so let's get into my last two segments of the show, my mum lemma and my recommendation. For the mum lemma this week, it's been suggested from a listener and a friend, what to do for first birthday parties? You know, Bonnie's already had her first birthday. We didn't do a party, like we just decided to go away for a night and we stayed at the Meridian and she got to play in the pool and had lots of fun. But to be honest, it was all for us. (laughs) (laughs) they're out of routine and probably not gonna be very well behaved anyway so yeah it's just all for us (laughs) but she said when she was looking for ideas of things to do for a party that stuff's costing like 170 dirhams per child and the babies like they don't care (laughs) they just don't care do they as I said it's all for us at that stage so I would love to know what you did do you have any sort of ideas that are a bit more budget friendly seeing as it's a first birthday party and they're not going to care like yeah let me know then what did you do and do you have any ideas of places to go or more budget friendly options for a first birthday party and then on to my recommendation for the week so obviously I'm going to have a podcast coming up that's going to be a lot more recommendations with all the different brands in the gift guide I guess I've got two things I can recommend firstly we went to the camel farm And you know, I absolutely failed at coming up with a list of things to do in summer. (laughs) If you followed along during summer, you'll know I absolutely failed at that. But we loved the camel farm. So now I'm getting even more excited about the weather getting better and better. We went at five o'clock though. So 
it was a really nice time to go. It was fairly quiet. And then we saw the sun setting over the desert. And it's not that far out. It's like just past Damak Hills too. Like you're not having to drive right into the desert, but you feel like it. So it was a lot of fun. We absolutely loved it. And that is a really budget-friendly thing to do. It cost, I think the entry level option would be 30 dirhams per adult, free kids. I don't know what age it's free kids up to, but 30 dirhams per adult to go and see the camels and walk around the farm yourself. We actually went for the 50 dirham option. So we got a little tour and we got to go and stroke all the animals, feed them all. And it was so much fun. You know that Bonnie loves animals. So she absolutely loved the camels. It was really sweet. Um, You can also do camel rides and all sorts there. So highly, highly recommend. Really good thing to do on the weekends with kids. And my second recommendation is product-based, and I'm going to say it now instead of in the gift guide, because I don't think it's something you'd buy as a gift. But I have a lovely friend, Uma, who is super entrepreneurial, really clever, and she has a brand called Simhona. I'll put the link in the description box below. Um, But it's a period underwear brand. If you're not converted onto period underwear yet, go and have a look. But she's done things a little bit differently. So it's like removable pads that you can then put in the underwear and everything's way more customizable. So you don't have to just think about like if you're going out, you're just going to be in that one pair of underwear all day. You know, she's got the remove. It's really clever. Go and check them out because honestly, I think she's super entrepreneurial and wonderful. So that's Simona. Now, next week, I am going to be recording with Natalie, who is the photographer who did the photo shoot, the photographer from Wild Child. So she did the photo shoot for Next of Kin, all those beautiful pictures that you're seeing at the moment coming through on my feed on Instagram. That's all Natalie. And I can't wait to speak to her for the podcast because she is a third culture kid herself. She's someone with her own business. She's further along than I am. I'm right at the start. So I love speaking to the entrepreneurs that are like, follow your dreams, push through, come on, (laughs) keep going. So I can't wait to speak to Natalie. And for me, that photo shoot was so pivotal. I think I felt quite emotional coming away from it because It was the first time really me showing my clothes to anyone (laughs) other than say like a few family and friends. So showing their actual range and getting like lovely feedback from the mums. But also just the fact that I had a photo shoot like for my brand and there were people there and it was real and it was like a professional kind of thing with like models and a photographer and a stylist like and a venue (laughs) is mad. So that was like such a high point for me of launching the brand that seeing the website that was done by the lovely Jackie from JA Creative Studio just in case anyone else is in the market but Jackie is absolutely lovely and she's one of those people that has been in the industry for years so she just knows her stuff um so yeah if you're looking for anything like that do hit up Jackie sorry I've waffled I'm meant to be doing the outro aren't I <laughs> But yeah, come back next week to hear me talk to Natalie and hear all about her journey. And then the week after, I will be back with my gift guide. So thank you so much again for listening, everybody. Remember, you've got the code PODCAST10 to get 10% off on nextofkin.ae. 
head over now to Instagram. I want to hear your feedback on the mum lemma. I want to hear your feedback on nurseries and (laughs) any kind of advice that you can give me for anything that I've spoken about today. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Have a good week. (laughs) 